Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blind Handy Person show here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? The show where we talk about how to do things in the house, how to fix things, all with the blind in mind. I am your host, Victor Gouveia, along with my co-host, Claudia Del Real. Hello, hello. We are here to help you learn something, if not entertain you. Yeah. Something Hopefully. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, as always, remember, if you like what you're going to hear, hit that like button, whether you're following us on our Facebook page or on uh, Twitter. Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube if you want to hear us live. Uh, additionally, you can catch us on podcatchers everywhere, pretty much anywhere you find a podcast. Even Alexa has us. Or if you want to write us, you have a question about how to do something in the house that you're not sure of, we can investigate for you and bring maybe experts on how to do it. Just write to blindhandyman on blind life at gmail.com that's blind handyman on blind life at gmail.com as always claudia comes full of stories and well i've got some sort of experience with this but mine has been good claudia's not so much we are, of course, talking about hiring a contractor to do work on your abode or your home or your apartment or whatever you need necessary in the house, whether it's a plumber or an electrician or whatever the case may be. Maybe you need someone to come in and emptying your, your, your septic tank or you need someone to come in and... Just look through your apartment for, heck, even rats, cockroaches, you name it. You always have to hire a professional at some point. You can't do it all. I'm sorry. We may be blind. We may be extreme people who can probably do most things, but we can't do everything. And we're going to help you look for someone who can help you and someone you can hire, give you some tips, tricks that we've learned throughout the years of owning our own homes and hiring contractors throughout the years. Um, maybe you can actually, well, as I said, learn something. Now, Claudia... You have to tell me at least one story that you've had bad luck with. No, you can start first. I can start first? You can start. I, he is dying to know. Uh, he's been bugging me for like three years. Maybe not for three years, but <laughs> to tell him my experiences with contractors, some have been good, some really have been good, and some have just been horrible nightmares. Um, but you know, he's like a little kid at Christmas who can't wait to be told the story beforehand. And oh, no, so I, I, I can wait. No, I just you can't don't like wait. it. <laughs> right. No, you can't wait. That's the point. So <laughs> I've been making him wait for the past three years. Anyway, so 
you shall begin. Okay, I will. As always, the first step in hiring a contractor is making sure you get the right contractor. <laughs> uh, now, I know whereof I speak for I hired a contractor to do a particular job. Ended up that he didn't know how to do it. So he had to contract out. And subcontractors can be just as bad as the contractors. So make sure that you actually trust the person you're doing business with. Get references. Talk to past clients if you can past customers who have hired him and uh, maybe go on places like Yelp and uh, what's another place they can look on? Facebook? Um, you know what? There's also that um, have you heard of that? I don't know if you guys have it in Canada. It used to be called Angie's List or something um, and it's very popular like to hire uh, you know stuff like that but I don't know if it's called Angie's List anymore. It's something like that. I'll have to look it up. Well, we have something here called the Better Business Bureau. Yeah, we have and that, but I don't think it's the... I don't think it's... I don't know. You don't think it's as... Um, you can look up people, I guess, but... Um, you know what I find with reviews? It always tends to be those who have issues with the person or product that get uh, reviewed the most the good reviews most people don't care they're glad they got something good but they don't write about it and i think i don't know maybe if that's human nature or what we just can't be bothered uh yeah i'm not a reviewer person even if I've had good or I, I should, especially when you have bad experiences, but I'm not good at I Yeah, don't. I mean, I wrote my first review this past summer um, about a, a couple of wheels that I, I wrote, I bought from my um, office chair, and they didn't fit. They were great wheels. They were excellent wheels, but they didn't fit the, the stems on them. But at the same time, I just made sure for people to understand. I, I wrote a review so people who are blind can understand that, you know, you may be not looking, you may not understand what they say, this is what that means type of review. Yeah. I'm not sure if it helped anyone, but I don't know. Maybe I'll go on Amazon and look. But... um Suffice it to say, most contractors will be covered by your home or apartment insurance. Renter's insurance. I'm sorry, I, uh, I misspoke that. It's called renter's insurance. And most contractors will be covered by that and their own insurance. So you don't have to worry about that. However, always get a quote. You always definitely want to get a quote. It doesn't matter who's paying for it, whether it be you, whether it be a grant from the government, whether it be Joe Blow down the street who's donating the money. Always get a quote to see who's going, who you mesh with, 
who you who's going to do a better job and maybe do some research as well on how to do the job if they're even going to do it right i i i always do my homework no matter what i would actually encourage you guys to get more than one quote um, oh yeah no definitely from you know a few different places for the same job just to see you know um sometimes you'll find out that <laughs> there is a huge difference between companies mm -hmm. huge difference yeah. yeah um because what happens is you get a contractor and then he's got a subcontractor so he's got to not only make money, the contractor does, but he's also got to do something so the subcontractor makes money. So that's going to bump up your prices. Having said that, we have something here called the Residential Rehabilitation Assistance Program that helps for people with low income and disabilities um, build needed things on their homes. Um, and they cover up, uh, I believe up to about $21,000 depending on what's needed. And they always require that you get three quotes from three different contractors or builders. It doesn't matter who the, who it is. You have to get three quotes and, mo and that's, that's a need thing. You don't have, have you use that. Yes, I have actually. We did we did back in two thousand I wanna say two thousand seven. Okay. Yeah. Because at that point we were switching insurance companies and they wanted to do a home inspection. And the insurance company actually came by and <laughs> ironically enough, we had three steps going up our land uh, our first landing. Mm -hmm. Because we have two sets of steps going up to our porch. Um, we have a long set, which has about seven steps. And then we have a landing and then another three steps going down. Well, we had three steps going down. Ironically enough, we hired this guy to come put a, uh, a railing on the steps but what happened was he tore down what was there and put in whole new steps to put in the new railing. Well, guess what? He tore down the steps and made it only two steps so that a railing wasn't necessary anymore. <laughs> so okay. we essentially got this guy to make a railing for us and he didn't what ended up happening is he eliminated the need for a railing but he still put the railing in which, what <laughs> yeah exactly that exactly. sounds weird <laughs> well see the code is any steps with more than three steps needs a railing that is the home code okay and and because even though the step was only maybe a couple of inches high, we we had to put a railing there. Three steps is three steps. I mean, that's the law. But he tore down the steps, made it into two steps, 
sounds like he did more work than he had well, to. He did. Essentially, he did. Yeah. <laughs> and did he charge him more? No. Oh. No, he didn't. He didn't charge us any more. He That's... charged us the same amount. And he was going to, I mean, he was going to put in the railing anyway, which would have cost a lot of stuff. But they, he couldn't do that without sacrificing the steps. It would have chipped away at the steps. <laughs> right. Okay. So he had to completely build new steps. Interesting. So at the end of the day, we ended up not needing the steps by the time he was done, which <laughs> kind of <laughs> floored me. <laughs> But at least, you know, at least my daughter got to write her name on the, on the cement. Cool. So <laughs> she's got something that's going to last forever. But, uh, you know, as soon as you walk up the steps, it says Aaliyah on the floor. So, of course, that also means everybody's going to be stepping on her. But, hey, you know, bright linings and all. <laughs> Right. I would probably have my steps say something like, enter if you dare. <laughs> you oh, know. my God. Yeah. Really? I would have yeah. thought you would have had the thing, beware of dog. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, or at the very, just, at, you know at the what? very I'm least. I'm a very introverted person, like when I'm at home, especially, though. Like, I like my peace and my quiet. So I'd probably just say, stay the F away. <laughs> With a yapping dog? What about my yapping dog? Your yapping dog makes more noise than anything. Right. I did. Th this is why I like quiet when I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Exactly. You know what? Exactly. I can't blame you for that. I can't no. blame you for that. No. Okay. So now it's your turn. You so have to give me I'll a start best. with the. Oh, I was going to start with a good one just because. Okay. You know, we'll start I with like a good suspense. one. Then. <laughs> Well, no, start with a good one. Then. Um, so I have had several good experiences. Um, I think uh, one of my favorite ones was when I had all my electrical work done in the house. I had, uh, I wanted to bring the house up to code, and it was when I first moved in. Uh, so I did the research and started calling started looking for electric electricians mm -hmm. um and i ended up with a good set of i think it was two or three that ended up coming mm -hmm. that worked for one company and it was a it was a big job it was probably a couple of weeks job they would come every day for several hours uh because i needed a new um fuse box i just needed everything done mm -hmm. so um that was a very good experience and i think and they were they were bonded and insured and they were licensed contractors and i think that the reason why they work so well is because um they were not allowed to get paid you know obviously until they were done mm -hmm. because i was using a grant that i had at that time right so it was a pretty big job um, and we had um, an inspection afterwards to make sure everything was cool. And then they got paid. That must have been, how long did it actually take for the work to get done? A couple weeks, I would say. 
a couple of weeks. Now, were, did it interfere with your home life or? Um, how did I do that? Uh, well, I was already, yeah, I mean, I was working, so I probably had somebody come and hang out the days that I, because, you know, some days I was able to work from home, but other days I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Unless I worked it around them, unless I worked it around my, you know, when I work from home schedule. Right, right, right. And the power wasn't always off to everything at one time. So, I mean, it was doable. That was lucky then at that yeah. point that they actually accommodated you. For I that. mean, there was times where the power was off, you know, for a good amount of time. But the funny thing is, like I could still do some work or whatever that didn't require the internet if I was, you know, filling out forms or whatever. Who sure. knows? But yeah, they um, did a kick butt job. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And and how many guys did you actually have working on the house? Was it just the one? No, I think it was two or three. I remember two for sure, but there might have been a third for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And that's a that's a thing you have to be careful about, folks. When you do hire a contractor, you have to be careful that it's not going to interfere with your home life. And if it is going to interfere with your home life, you make alternate arrangements. Um, in my house, we have a four-bedroom home. However, it's kind of split into two. We can actually make two apartments out of two sections of the house. So what we did was completely shut shut off the main floor where they were doing most of the work. And we lived in the basement for the, the week or so that we needed the work done. Um, because we couldn't walk on the floors. We couldn't touch the walls. None of that stuff. Um, so we had to let it go that way. However, there, there may be a way if you don't have any way to, um, make alternate arrangements, for example, you live in, in an apartment and you can't live with someone else for a while, you may have to get the contractor to accommodate what you need to make hopefully some way to keep you living <laughs> so to speak in the same home that they're working in but watch out for the mess Ugh. there's always going to be a mess whether you're going to have a mess at the end of it all or a mess each day when they're wrapping up you will have to clean up. And even if they clean up for you, it's never the same as when you do it. So you always have to go behind them. And because I'm a, you know, I'm a neat freak kind of, and I don't like all the dust and dirt and stuff when that comes from projects. Yeah. So yeah, it's a constant struggle to keep it clean when stuff is happening. Oh, it's just the worst when you're sanding down the walls to get it ready for paint. Oh my god, that dust just goes everywhere. That plaster dust. Yep. Oh. I mean, I understood now why they put plastic sheeting in the doorways. 
<laughs> because that stuff will get everywhere, every nook and cranny. I mean, even I take a shower afterwards and I'm still coated with that stuff. It's like the shower just helped it cake on. But, um, yeah, you definitely have to watch out for that. You, By the way, you and Annabelle would get together really nicely because the both of you have, like, an OCD type of of thing with, with being neat freaks. No, I don't think I'm OCD about it. I just, you know, it's important to me to, you know, I have a, a big dog and he sheds, and it's important to me, you know, that if somebody comes by that they're not, you know, carpeted in dog hair when they walk through the house, you know. But that's the thing. I mean, no matter what, for example, those people with cats, okay? Ugh. It doesn't matter what they do, they're going to get cat hair on them. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I do a lot of cooking for people at times and stuff like that. And I just don't want to be seen as, oh, we don't want to take anything from her because she's got hair all over her house, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's just I mean, me. I, re I remember going up and going to, uh, we had a family friend and we go to this house and, and there'd be dog shit all over the floor. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen. I mean, that's awful. I used to hate it. <sighs> but anyway, um, one thing that I suggest, though, is to... Like I said, if you're going to get the contractor, make sure it's the right contractor. There are general contractors, and then there are contractors who deal with specific things. Uh, paving contractors, um, roof contractors, that sort of thing. It's like doctors. A lot of them have a specialty. <laughs> who? Like doctors, I said, a lot of them have a specialty. Oh, you know? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're you right. Know? You're right. Yeah. You can have a family physician. Right. Who's that? That's like your general contractor. <laughs> yeah, and and they refer you. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> the only difference is they they get the report. They don't get the report. They get the contract. Yeah. And speaking of contracts, but they both take a shit ton of your money. I mean, you know, they they uh -huh. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of contracts, if you're going to sign a contract, make sure you read it. At the very least, make sure you read the contract. I don't care how long, how much extra time you need to get the contract read for you. You, you read it before you sign it. You want to make sure you understand exactly what's in that contract. Because for all you know, you could be signing your rights away as a consumer. The Consumer Protection Act only goes so far to protect you. You have to do what's called mitigating the damages. And that means making sure that you aren't subjected to more loss than you actually needed to be. I'm trying to come up with an example. For example, a person signs a contract 
and the general con contractor comes up and does a really crappy job. And then you want your money back, or at the very least, some of your money back. Well, guess what? There was a clause in the contract that said if we do a bad job, you don't get your money back. And that includes that includes things like deposits. That includes costs of materials. That includes rental of material. For example, some of them rent the machines necessary to do the job. They don't actually own it. And if you have an OCD device, great. If you have an iPhone that will pick out the wording on the page, well, not just an iPhone, but even an Android phone, a smartphone. Um, did you say OD OCD? You mean OCR? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I had to, yeah. I okay. was struggling to put it two and two together. <laughs> I'm like, what? Sorry, yeah, uh -huh. I'm, I'm stuck on the OCD thing. Go okay. figure. Apparently. <laughs> it's OCD, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, guys, yeah, at the <laughs> very least, get to reading that contract. If you don't have a device that will help you read the contract, because I realized that we as blind people can't afford these newfangled devices, Get somebody to read it to you, someone that you trust who can read. Not someone who has trouble with English. Someone who can actually read what the, what's in the contract. Because you don't want to sign your life away. If you own a home, you don't want a lien to be put on your house without your knowing that it's being put there. Because if you ever sell the house, that lien is going to have to be paid off. So make sure you know what you're signing. Now, when it comes to deposits. Claudia, any suggestions? Mm. Be because very I careful with that because... Um, I have, this was when I was first starting out and doing home stuff, not doing home stuff myself, but obviously hiring somebody and trying to be independent about it. You know, mm -hmm. um, I remember we had hired, um, this was when I lived in my other house, uh, hired somebody to, I don't know, I think it was some, to do something in our bathroom and, um, we have done we had this done this in the past successfully where um we had family friends that would um we would pay them to do stuff like this small jobs around the house right so mm -hmm. we would give them the money ahead of time because we knew them and we trusted them and we they would go buy the material and everything so they're like okay this is what it's going to be with labor and material I'm like okay mm -hmm. So we would pay them for the material up front, obviously, because they had to go get it. Right. So that worked well until it didn't because we were working with somebody new and they said, I need $400 for material. We said, okay, what we should have done, what we should have done, hindsight being 2020, is 
said, tell us what to buy or we will go with you and we will buy it, right? Mm -hmm. Because what ended up happening is we gave them the money, we gave him the money and he never came back, ever. So yeah. he took our $400 and, you know, we got nothing done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. So and you have to be really careful with what you decide to put a deposit on and never pay, never ever pay for a full, you know, a full job up front, the yeah. whole thing up front. Exactly. You know, if you want to negotiate what you want to give them, I, I get the fact that you have to provide, you do have to provide some money initially for material. There's just, usually there's just no question about it, right? Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, never pay for a full, the full job up front. Yes. Yes. That was the good thing about the contractor I hired back in 2007. He essentially told us to go buy some of the material and ask for some money for material we weren't able to buy. And so we could even the split that way. So we didn't pay for this job up front. But we did manage to pay some of the cost, which, again, diverted some of his cost. And at the same time, he also paid into the cost as well. And by the end of the whole thing, we paid him what we owed him. And we were able to inspect the job to make sure that job was done right and to my specifications. Um. Of course, there's also another another possibility that you can do. If you are in a program like the Residential Rehabilitation Assistance Program, which is done through CMHC, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, um, they will inspect your home. They will ask you to get three quotes. And at that point, if they agree with one of the quotes, they will give you a letter in writing, sort of like a promissory note that will essentially tell the contractor that you will, they will be getting their money directly from the program. At which point they can then take a copy of that note. They can take it to whatever bank they need to take it to if they don't have the money directly and they can get a loan on it based on that note from the, uh, the oh, service. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. usually how it works. Um, it's the same with, uh, it's the same with buying a secondary property for income. For example, if you don't happen to have, very much money the cmhc does do zero zero down mortgages however you have to show them that a you will be able to pay the mortgage back and b that the house is worth the money they're going to give you to buy the home um it's the same issue they give you a letter that will say 
that yes, this house that's what that's always why you want to get an inspector to inspect your house, no matter what it's what it is you're doing. You get that inspector, they'll inspect the house, they'll tell you that of what the house is is worth, and you can then take it to the bank and say, Hey, this is what my house is worth. Can I get a line of credit? And then that line of credit will be Anywhere between ten to twenty-five percent of your own. You don't uh, have to do that here. What? You don't have to do that here. For repairs? To get a line of credit? No. Well, it depends on your income, honey. Mm. It depends on your income. I don't know, cause. I mean, if you, uh, for example, my wife and I, we. Her income isn't enough to support the mortgage on a home. Okay, got it. Right? Yeah. So her income has to be enough to support not only myself, but my daughter who's living here uh, and going to school. So her income is has to be enough to support three people, three adults. Um, having Because the income isn't enough... They look at how much the home is worth because the home. Okay, is, got it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I took out a home equity equity loan before to do some stuff, and I didn't mm -hmm. have to do any inspection or anything like that. Yeah, no, no, no. I you don't you don't really need to do that. I mean, with us, our our house is worth about a million dollars, and they say, okay, well, well, however much you need, we'll give you. Only because the house is worth that much. If it wasn't, if it was worth less, then they'd say, "Yeah, we'll give you anywhere between ten and twenty-five percent." It all depends. I mean, your credit rating has a lot to do with it, but then the return at the end of the day, if they don't get their money, they can always recoup the losses from the sale of the house. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. What I don't understand is how people can go bankrupt and not need to sell their house. That's something I have to in investigate because I've always thought that if you go bankrupt, you have to sell your house. But apparently that's not the case. No, because there's two different types of bankruptcy. Right. There's Chapter 7, which just basically wipes out your debt, meaning your credit card debt. So... People that don't own homes are the ones that do Chapter 7 bankruptcy, typically. Right. And Chapter 13 is for people who have a home who want to keep the house, but mm, are doing a bankruptcy because they have debt, whether it's credit card or credit card medical or, you know, um, credit card, medical, school loans, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so you can file a Chapter 13 and eliminate that debt, but still be allowed to keep your house. Where does Chapter 11 come in? No idea. Because I don't know enough about that. I think that's for businesses. Is it solely for businesses? No, I don't. Not totally for sure, but. Yeah. It sounds yeah, we'll like that's what to, I remember. We'll have to investigate, investigate that. Home economics. But anyway. Mm. Yeah. It's a future show. We got lots of topics to talk about here. 
Um, one other thing that I would say, if you guys are hiring contractors, especially for women, and this is just me because I'm just weird, is that most of the contract, I have never had any female contractors, which I think I would be all over that. Like, it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But it's never happened thus far. So I, the older I get, I get a little more leery. So I usually like to have uh, somebody around when the contractors are here, just for my own peace of mind and safety, to be honest with you. So a lot of times um, my, well, before my son went away to school, my son would be around or my dad would come, you know, he wouldn't stay the whole time, but he would periodically come in and, you know, stay for a little while, watch what's happening, you know, all that stuff. I do the same thing when I have like, um, let's say appliance repair or Mm -hmm. somebody come in. I I try to have somebody here. I just don't, you know, like people are, people are crazy nowadays. And so I feel better with having someone here. So yeah um you know especially if you're having you know extended work done i guess you know yeah exactly and it doesn't matter which city you live in there's always going to be someone who's going to think that hey she's blind and i can do anything i want and it's also like i um am very vigilant of where they are in my house because Mm -hmm. obviously if you're having work done on, you know, a stairwell or a bathroom, they shouldn't be in other parts of your house. Like I always keep doors closed um, to other rooms that, you know, obviously that tells you, tells them that's off limits. You have no reason to be in there, you know? Exactly. Um, Just because, and again, it's not because, you know, (laughs) I hide the millions under the mattress or anything like that, but, you know, I mean, we have electronics and we have, you know, just daily, daily stuff, you know, but it's not anybody's business what I have or what I don't have. And I don't need people walking out with stuff that I have no clue about. So I'm very, very vigilant on where people are in my house. And let's be honest. I mean, peanuts not going to hurt anybody. Oh no, he might. (laughs) <laughs> and well you yeah. mean a little nip oh uh, yeah i mean he won't no but i mean he <laughs> sounds like he'll hurt somebody what about jackson <laughs> no really jackson i mean my go, dog jackson my dog will go is home with the jackson will go home with the robber if there ever was a robber <laughs> yeah you got a treat for me i'll go i mean with my dog with my dog if the if the robbers got food She's out of here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's mine too. So, um, but you know, just things to be aware of. You know, obviously. yeah. And the other thing too, of course, is watch out for the guy who mansplains. The mansplaining is rampant when it comes to contractors. They will break it down so much that. Honestly, you'll be more tired than they will leaving the place. No, I think honestly, that's probably better, especially for someone, you know, if you can't visualize what exactly is going to happen, that's probably better. The more explanation, the better, you, think you know? So? Yeah. 
I guess you would be right. Yeah. I mean, for me, I guess because I know some of what that person is going to do and what needs to be done. Maybe yeah, I'm... but if you don't and you're trying to create a picture in your head, like, you know, you've, you've seen before, whereas I haven't, right? Yeah. So let's say that somebody is going to come in and do a, a big job, right? Mm -hmm. I want you to break it down to me. I want you to tell me, you know, what the process is going to be like, how, you know, what's going to happen from this step to this step so I can get a, a decent picture of what it's going to be like in my head. Mm -hmm. And I do this like with, um, with repairs too. Like if I have somebody come and fix my dryer or something, I'm like, show me what's wrong so I can understand, you know, yeah. when you have it opened up, show me what the prop, show me what the deal is. So, yeah. so I get it. Yeah. I try to make sure my wife is there whenever something like that happens, because I tell her, you know, you can see how they're doing it. That way you can do it yourself. Back when I could see, I was always in the garage watching the mechanics work on my car. Always. Yeah, I actually, we had a situation not that long before my son went away to school. And we called in a, give us a plum, plumber, maybe? No. Uh-huh. Um... Oh, I got a new washing machine, washing machine. Yes, I got a new washing machine and it was a hot mess because we um, set up with Home Depot for them to come hook it up for us. Right. Well, come to find out that they, they wouldn't because they claimed that they couldn't unhook the old one because the valves to the water lines were rusted, right? Oh, okay. Well, I don't think that that was true because my dad came over and he unhooked the crap in like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, but I had already been charged for this. He's like, uh-uh, you need to call them back and say, forget this crap, right? Like, give my money back because you guys were supposed to unhook it. And because they, so they left me with the, with the new washing machine, but it wasn't hooked up, right? Right. So, so And then, they charged you for that? Yes, because it was billed up front, right? So I bought the washing machine and I included the, you know, the hookup. The installation charge. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. so um, I got that fixed. But anyway, so my son and my dad decide that we're going to YouTube it and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to hook it up ourselves. And that's what they did. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that's it, isn't it? I mean, if you, Make sure you have recourse if stuff doesn't happen the way you want it to. You may not get your full money back, but you may get some of your money back at the very least to make you what the law calls whole. Um, and if you don't get your full money back, call me because I am good at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. People That's hate right. Me. Claudia and I have advocated quite a bit. Especially when it comes to collection agencies. My uh, my son says I will never get taken advantage of because he's like, if if you need to get your money back, you need you talk to my mom; she'll get it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I always tell my my sisters if you have any issues with collection agencies, 
send them to me. <laughs> At the very least. But uh, so tell me any more horror stories. Yeah. So plan? let me tell you my big one that happened in 2020. Oh my. In the middle of COVID. Uh-huh. Um, so we were working from home, right? And you know, we got all that stimulus money. Yeah. And so I decided that I was gonna use my stimulus money to put in new floors, right? All over the house. And I was gonna put in Pergo. Mm -hmm. Um and so <clears throat> um I had heard a lot of good things and seen a lot of good reviews about this guy who um lives here in my town who was doing a lot of carpentry work and stuff like that right so mm -hmm. came highly recommended and everybody that talked about him said he was great blah 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 right so um i got a couple of uh different quotes but um he was the one that came in the lowest right so i mm -hmm. said okay we're gonna do this and i was gonna have my whole house floor so my living room my kitchen dining room my hallway and my two bedrooms so mm -hmm. that's a lot right yeah um the house is small but i mean it's a lot of work if you're doing the whole you know ripping out the old and putting in new right sure so um the job was going to be like six thousand dollars i think um and so i hired him and and again this was this was a situation where i had to pay him half the money up front to buy sure. material which was okay i get that so i did that no problem and it was cool because i'm like well at least um, he came back with all the material, left it in my garage, right? And says, okay, we're going to start on such and such a day. And so I'm like, well, at least if you don't come back, I got my crap, right? <laughs> and mm -hmm. somebody will do it, right? right. So um, so he came um, and he had a, uh, he had a um, somebody that was working with him. Nice kid. They were both really young guys. Um, and um, our... The school here has like a vocational program that teaches this stuff, carpentry. And I think that they had just come out of the program like within the past couple of years before they did this work for me. So, okay. yeah. So anyway, bottom line, they come and they start the job and they're here for like two days all day and, you know, working from room to room. Right. And everything is going well. Um, no problems. And um, I was working from home totally at this point because it's, I think it was May 2020, something like that. So the beginning of COVID where everybody, nobody was going anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm working at home, everything's fine. And then um, he's, he told me, this is like a two-week job. Okay, all right, I'm here. So that's cool, right? Um. He started not showing up um, and it messed with my work life because, you know, it's hard to schedule appointments. I had a lot of phone or video conferencing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to do that when you've got, you know, drilling going on and hammering, and you know, sawing and, you know, right. Mm -hmm. So I would try to schedule around when I knew that they weren't going to be here. So 
So obviously I was not scheduling people when I needed to meet with them because I thought that they would come. Well, he was perpetually not showing up, not showing up, not showing up, not showing up. Like he would always have an excuse. Oh, I got um, um, delayed on this other job or whatever. And I think part of what happened is that he got too well known too quick and he took on too many jobs at one time. Right. Oh, okay. And so two months later, the job still isn't done. Okay. And all this, oh, I'm going to come on Saturday and I'm going to be there all day. Didn't happen. You know, so like my life was up in the air because you couldn't do anything. You couldn't go anywhere because he kept telling me, I'm going to be here such and such a day. I'm going to be here. to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, I'm not coming. Okay. So finally I got pissed off and I'm like this I have the texts where you told me this would be a two week job and I kept all the texts from him um, and I said this is ridiculous you are impeding my work life like I can't get things done like I normally would because you know you keep telling me you're going to come and you don't come and um, this is a problem I said, you know, I don't feel that you're, you know, you're providing adequate service. What's the deal? You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll come and I'll finish it. It's, it's just, I need like one more day. Okay. So, of course, he didn't come. You know, I said, mm-hmm. at this point, don't come. I'm done. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to keep working with you. And I don't remember, but I never got nasty with him, but I'm like, you just don't understand that, you know, the fact that how much you are just interfering with my life is insane in terms of, you know, it wasn't just me. It's my son too. He has school. There were times where they had to turn off um, power to certain, you know, at certain points, not a lot of times, but they, they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's impair, you know, it's affecting his ability to do schoolwork too and everything like that. Right. So I said, I, I'm done. I said, uh, just don't come back. And I said, and I don't feel that I should pay you the rest of the money that I owe you because, you know, you've taken way too long to do this job and all the excuses. It's just old now, you know? Um, and so, yeah, he ended up um i ended up not he's like just take a thousand dollars off of what you still owe me i'm like great because that's that's the least that you could do for all this trouble i'm sorry but and i would never recommend him ever did you ever get the work done so the work is mostly done except that there are um there were pieces that you couldn't see so like um, you know how there's framing you you put on baseboards and and um, so he didn't do that like on the sides of the beds that you couldn't see you know what I mean right. like yeah, the sides yeah. of the wall that were covered <clears throat> yes and I think he left a closet undone like yeah it's a closet but I paid for it you know what I mean like sure. so I wanted that replaced too you know yeah nobody sees that unless you open the door but that's not the point so um, I had to get family to come in and finish it. But again, it wasn't a whole lot that was left undone, but that's not the point. Right. 
So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it seems like contractors are so, I don't know about there, but here what we're finding is not just me, but I hear this from a lot of friends and stuff like that is like, they're not reliable. They'll tell you that they come and they don't come or, you know, it's, it's, it's really frustrating because like you take on a job. So do you really want to work or not? You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the, and the other thing too is I like to go with the bigger companies as opposed to the single contractors, because this way I am relying on the company as a whole, which has a lot more damage. If I do a bad review, as opposed to this little guy who is only one guy. True. I guess I was looking at it as give this guy a chance. No, no, I get, I get what you're saying. No, no. I mean, especially if he comes highly recommended from other people. But the problem uh, with me, if you don't have that sort of, uh, I live in a big city and one person's experience isn't necessarily going to be another person's experience. So I don't know enough people to tell me that, hey, you know, the you should go to this person or that person or anything like that. Oh, that was weird. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, I would, I would prefer to go to the larger companies in situations where I do live in a big city and I don't have enough recommendations to go with any particular one contractor or one builder. So just so you don't think that this is all j- happening to just blind people. Back oh, no, when it's I, not. No. Back when I had sight, I, I and this is a little bit embarrassing. This was, uh, you have to understand, this was back in my uh, teenage years. And we were living in a home that was about 150 years old in downtown Toronto. And one issue we had was we had to move the drain of the sink because we were putting in a new sink and a new counter and all that nifty stuff. So I took it apart, moved it. And I didn't know what I was doing. You have to understand, I was a teenager. I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I did because I watched all those nifty shows. But in a 150-year-old home, things weren't built the way they were supposed to be built. 150 years did not have the same codes that they do now. So when did it, what ended up happening was the drain ended up being a little further to the right than I wanted it to be. And it ended up leaking, which was I thought was kind of strange because I put I actually put it was stupid enough to put glue on the fittings. And you're not supposed to do that. Where there's threads, you're just supposed to put plumber's tape and screw it on. 
you do not put glue. Naturally, I had to call in a professional. And I was kind of lucky in that regard. The professional actually told me what I did wrong and told me what to do in the future. Now, that's the mark of a good professional. If he cares enough to tell you what you did wrong and how you could fix it in the future. Another professional might tell you, okay, well, you did this wrong and that's it. But this guy did something. He went above and beyond and actually told me what I needed to do to, in case it happened again in the future. And sure enough, he got in there. It took him an extra hour and a half to take apart a small little drain that normally would have taken about five minutes. But I managed to screw it up completely. So a bit embarrassing, but it was definitely a lesson I learned. At the very least, how to put a drain pipe together. <laughs> but uh, what I, I'm sorry, what happened to you? You went off somewhere. Um, you know, I forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and so my phone rang. Oh, it went mm -hmm. bada boom. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, any final thoughts on contractors, Claudia? Stay away from them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just do your due diligence. Do your homework. Talk to people. Talk to um, the the what that last story that I told you guys. So it turns out that if I would have talked to my friend, she hired the same guy and he did the same crap to her. So if I would have talked to her <laughs> prior to me going about this, I probably wouldn't have hired him. So wait a second. Are you saying he only did that to women? No, I don't know. He, I, I don't know who else he worked with, but I'm saying he did it to her too. I mean, here's an idea. He started if, a job with her and then didn't finish. If you live in a big city, you are bound to find a company that hires females. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Um, if you can get that company as a contractor, that is the way to go. If you can get a female contractor, you are golden because I have yet to see a female contractor who doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, well... You know, in this instance, I'm not saying he didn't know what he was doing. He just took on too much too quick, I think. But, you know. Well, you live in a town of what, 6,000? Uh, no, 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so she lives in But we in have a town. lot of bigger towns nearby, so. I mean, Fair enough. But okay. I don't, I don't like dealing with bigger contractors because it seems like those are the ones that when I get the quotes, uh -huh. their quotes are outrageous. And that's what, that's part of what I've found, you know, when I'm doing, when I want to do something. 
that the bigger the company is, the more they seem to charge. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, like I wanted a fence and uh, the quotes were astronomical. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I've always found the opposite to be true. Because they've got, they can, <clears throat> excuse me, they can afford to underbid the smaller contracts because they don't have as much overhead. I don't know. It seems like the ones, the bigger the name, the, the more they charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Nike, but for the contractor sector. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can I can understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, we hope you've learned something about contractors on this episode. As always, like I said, if you have any questions or you want to point something out, drop them in the comments below or send us an email, blindhandyman on blindlife at gmail.com. And uh we will read your letters on the show. Or at least Claudia will. I'm not too good at that. I will. But, sure. Oh, yeah. I well, yeah, you I will. You said you would. I hey. did say I would. Yes, you I would. I did say I would. So, guys, I want to... Well, we should see if you ha if we have any comments. Nope. No comments. Well, there must be somebody watching. <laughs> <laughs> I hope <laughs> it's a Sunday night, eight o'clock. Yeah, there's definitely somebody watching, <laughs> unless they all went to church. In which case, well, we should be there too. Yeah, we should be there too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for joining us. I want to thank my best friend Claudia de Leal for being my co host. Thank you, Claudia. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Happy Hanukkah. Or wait, never mind. No, we're not quite. <laughs> we're not quite there. I know. Happy Thanksgiving yes, to you guys over there in the USA. To us over yonder the pond. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we will see you all again next week with a great show, hopefully. Mm. Well. I'm out of town. That's a subjective we'll yes. thing to say, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I'm out of town next week. We'll Are you out of town next week? It's the holidays. Yes, of course. Oh, that's right. It is the holidays. Yeah. I might mm -hmm. end up having to do that show on my own. Oh. Oh. Hey, maybe we can get your dad on. <laughs> oh, that's not happening. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> Anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. We will see you next week, if not next week, the week after. Happy Thanksgiving Day to everybody. Bye-bye. Eat lots of turkey. <laughs> yeah, but don't Bye. get too full. Right. <laughs>